Why can't I start it? Because I always start it. Why can't I? <laughs> I want to start it. Hey, everyone. So you, what am I saying? R- regardless. We have been... I don't know. I didn't like starting. You should start. Yeah. <laughs> you should start it. It was not good. Take three. Take three. Okay. If we do it in sync. Hey, you know. Okay, no. Okay, let's try it. Let's just see what happens. Hey, Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Very Nice Podcast. I'm Yoni. And I'm Manny. And we are back here together in Denver, Colorado, folks. It has been a minute. We have been absent for about two months almost. And that was for many reasons. But mainly, you know, obviously we all heard about the terrible news, or at least I assume our listeners and our followers have heard about the terrible news on October 7th and the ensuing war in Israel that that has been occurring since then. But, you know, we decided collectively to... To take a break for many reasons, I think mainly just how impactful and depressing and anxiety-inducing these past few months have been, not only for me and Manny, but for the entire Jewish community, the entire American Jewish community, Israeli community. It's uh, It's been a very hectic few weeks, few months, and um, we just decided to prioritize ourselves and what we've been doing individually at, at school and stuff, but... Um, we're back, folks. We decided to not let Hamas and the, the evil forces in the world um, stop us from doing what we do best, which is talking about random bullshit and uh, having fun, making some laughs. Having fun is is very important, yeah. But yeah, we took a break, as Yoni said. Uh, after October 7th, you know, Yoni's one of the biggest Jewish leaders on his campus, so he had his hands full, you know, organizing uh, demonstrations and rallies and checking in on all his friends and obviously Yoni's Israeli as family there and I mean the reality is as Jews um, very few of a very few Jews only 12 million and half are in Israel pretty much everyone only has a, any Jew would probably have three degrees of separation at most from something that happened to someone That's you know like true. Yoni's Yoni has family who's been impacted I have you know my a friend of mine's sister was at the festival it's like that was attacked so it was a tough time and and we decided it it was good to take a little break um but we like yoni said we won't let it stop us from uh having a good time so and and you know yoni actually messed up the recording before because he's a bit of a schmuck i did um so we we had this whole so we had we had this whole spiel but something he said before is (laughs) to the audience you know yoni and i as members of the very nice podcast are here for any viewer who who feels like they need a place to talk um yeah we are and we stand with israel baby yeah we're here for each and every one of you if you're a listener or follower who had somebody <clears throat> had a family member relative or friend die get injured was kidnapped mentally harmed you know even worse i mean the atrocities that took place are just something that are things that like we don't even want to get into the details of but mm-hmm. i'm sure many of if not everyone who's listening right now has heard and or seen them and um if you have any loved ones affected by it you know we're praying for them we are we are we support them we are here for them we're here for you um we've always stood for israel we always will we're two we're two jews we've been to israel together um 
we love our homeland and uh yeah so feel free to dm us reach out to us we're always here to talk about it um we don't want to spend the whole episode talking about the conflict even though we really could because so much has happened um but right now we're praying for the people of israel and praying for my family my friends and all of your family and friends everyone so you know we will obviously you know as the weeks go on now that we're back continue to update our viewers on uh any uh, current Israel news, and later on in this episode, we'll get into uh, kind of what we've been doing in our personal lives in terms of uh, Israel advocacy and stuff. But we do want to, you know, do our bread and butter, which is to, you know, talk about the good, funny stuff going on in our lives and around the world. You know, bring some light to this this world of darkness, as as they say. Well, this it's only dark at night, but I hear you. Oh, you meant metaphorically. Metaphorically. Very wow. dark place, as many have seen. You know, a lot, of, a lot of shit going on. A lot of anti-Semitism. But that does not stop us. I even have my... I mentioned this in our fucked up recording, but got a new Magen David necklace. You rocking look sexy. That, rocking sexy that shit Jew. proudly. Rocking as a proud Jew. Um, I would have uh, had my original necklaces that I got in Israel, but I was... Uh, I got in a little bit of a scuffle with fellow Jews, um, that led to it getting ripped off. But now, if I were to see those same guys again... You'd give them a hug. We'd give, i give them a hug. You know, Jews are more unified than ever, and I think that's the one silver lining out of this thing. That's a good and point. I, and I think it's something that we need to acknowledge, because it's obviously good to acknowledge the terrible stuff that happened. But it's also like, guys, we're a mishpacha, we're family. Mishpacha means family. Yeah. And with <laughs> that, let's get into the news. Anyway, so to start off with, this is where this is the point where I realized we weren't recording. Um, <laughs> the first time around. But, um, weirdly enough, out of all the news that's been going on, this might be some of the most shocking stuff we've seen. Uh, Snoop Dogg has reportedly quit smoking weed altogether. He released a statement, and everyone was just kind of like, what? what? Yeah, it's pretty insane, guys. I mean, Snoop Dogg quitting weed is like Steph Curry saying he's not going to shoot threes anymore. (laughs) It's pretty pretty remarkable. It's like his entire personality. And, you know, even crazier, a few of my buddies saw Snoop Dogg walking right around campus uh a bar around campus about two days later they're probably you know one of the only few select few who've seen snoop dogg sober because he's always high if, if i were them i would have walked up to him and be like hey is it like really true are you actually quitting smoking or are you just fucking with us like did they did they ask him no nah, he, he just walked by i don't think they, I don't think they wanted to, to bother snoop d-o-double-g you know yeah like he's a tall dude with celebrities like i wonder like I'm curious to as to what your approach is when when running into celebrities. My in thing person. is is like I, I see them and I'm like that's cool, but I don't want to be the one who bothers them, you know. Like let them live their lives. That's same with me. I think one time <clears throat> I was at like Udi's, which is like a restaurant in Denver, and Wes Welker, former Broncos wide receiver, was sitting there eating with his family, and I my dad was like very much like you want you should go over there because my dad's like you know bushy Israeli. And I was like, I don't know, man. He's like eating with his family. Yeah, at the so dinner just table. let him eat. If I saw him on the street, maybe. You yeah, know, you walk by around. him. And you're like, hey, you're Russ Walker. Uh, speaking of that, I saw a video of fans noticing that Eli Manning was driving behind them, and they literally stopped their car in the middle of the road in traffic, and then <laughs> walked out. They got out of the car, walked to uh, his car, and was like, hey, man. And they just gave him a fist bump. They didn't take a photo with him. I was like, if you're gonna do all that, at least like yeah, get a photo kind of a lot, or an of autograph. <laughs> But anyway, so your friends did not confront Snoop Dogg. No, no, they just saw him, yeah. Habits. Well, hopefully, like, somebody well, investigates him. If, if he did quit, it's actually a good thing because a study 
uh, recently came out regarding marijuana, didn't it, Yoni? That is true. Wow, that was a great segue, Manny. So this came out, I think, a few weeks ago. Um, obviously, we haven't been discuss- There's probably been so much news we've missed. I don't know. We really got to like do a oh, deep yeah. dive in the past like two months. But there's been a study that has now linked marijuana usage to increased risk of heart attack and stroke, folks. Yeah, it's not is, good, guys. Uh, it's not good. Um, it, it's right now. The study just. <laughs> why? Guys, I can make you only laugh anytime. It's a skill. I just proved it to myself. Manny, we're talking about increased risk of heart attacks and strokes right now. Okay. okay. And what did this I do? This is a serious topic. What did I you do? You show me a picture of boobies. No, I did you not. You show me a picture of boobies. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call you out on this. That's not true. Whatever. I guess you know, there'll never be evidence unless. And by boobies, he does mean the bird, a booby. A booby bird. A booby bird. Look it up. It's a real bird. It's a real bird, folks. Look it up right now. I'm going to flash it on the screen right now. Boom. Anyways. Booby bird. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So the study kind of like – they did a, like a test, whatever. And right now it's not like confirmed that like obviously that marijuana causes increased heart attacks and stroke rates. But what they found in the study was a correlation with uh, patients who do use marijuana versus patients who don't. Interesting. So something to look out for, folks. Um, if this really is the case, I'm shocked Snoop Dogg is alive right now because that man probably has smoked so smoked much weed. weed. Can, can you envision, like, if all the weed that he smoked in his life was, like, in a room, like, how big would it, how much? Like, it would be, like, a massive warehouse. It would be a massive filled warehouse, with weed, yeah. And that's all the weed he smoked in his life. Yeah, he's done a lot. I mean, because also, you know, the more you smoke, like, he could probably smoke, like, a fuck ton and barely be high. That's the thing, too. Like, I wonder if he took tea breaks. Maybe he's just taking a tea break right now. His first ever tea break? Tea is for tolerance, bro, if you don't know. <laughs> bro was hanging out with Tupac smoking weed. Wow, yeah, he's a really an OG, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, he was hanging out with Tupac and Biggie. He was boys with them. He's seen a lot, man. I mean, no wonder he probably smokes a lot of weed. He's like, shit, man. Like, two of my boys, like, you know, were murdered. He's like, I've seen a lot of other have shit. Have you seen the thing that's like Snoop Dogg, like, just goes on side quests and he's like done all these random ass, like, things, like game shows and. He's also been like commentators for, like, UFC fights and shit. Yeah, or, like, like they're just like, yo, boxing. Snoop, you want to get on this? He's like, oh, yeah. Because he's just like a good, like, character. Well, he's know? just like he's a super content. nice guy. He's funny as fuck. Very entertaining and he he's so chill. He makes music. He's, his music like is super famous. Is what got him famous and then he's like, "Wait, I can do all this other shit." It's kind of like with Shaquille O'Neal too. Like he's obviously a beast of a man and an amazing basketball player, but he's also like funny dude, good entertainer. Kind of like Arnold. Like, got into Papa John's after the racist owner was fired. He's like, "Yeah, I got this shit." Yeah, he's got that. He's a commentator. <laughs> Or like Arnold Schwarzenegger, initially he was a bodybuilder, but <laughs> then he did movies, became a movie star, and number he, one movie star in the country, in the world. And then he was and like... And then he was the governor of California. Yeah, he's like, let me just and be no, governor. <laughs> no, what he did as governor, hilarious thing, he literally made a, a cigar lounge, a tent, a cigar tent in the middle of the California capital. So he would bring people into the tent... For meetings, so he could just smoke his cigars oh, while cigar he was meeting. Well, he popularized cigars. Like really? smoking cigars, he brought it. He made it like cool. Wasn't really. I a did thing. not know. Yeah, that. and I so mean, he's not the only. He's not the sole reason he, it's not he, popular. Look up who popularized cigars. Let's let's. In America, is, is this just look up who popularized cigars. Cigars. 
Uh, it says who made them. It says, oh yeah, but it says it is believed that Israel Putnam brought back a cache of Havana cigars during the Second okay, wait, World War. All right. The guy's name is Israel. That's actually just a crazy coincidence because <laughs> we were just talking about Israel. Wait, what if I look up? It did not become popular until the mid 18th century. So was was Arnold alive in the mid 18th century, Manny? No, no, I do not think so. Let's say maybe in the modern era. In the modern era. It still says Israel Putnam because he brought it back from the Seven Years' War. Wasn't the Seven Years' War like 100 years or is that a different war? No, that's the one. Seven that... Years' War was seven years, Yoni. Yeah, that was between uh, Britain and France in America. All right, well, he. Morocco. Arnold says that he made cigars famous. Okay, yeah, okay. That's like being like, oh, because I yeah, have, but he, have a podcast. I made pot. We made podcasts. Yeah, but if you're popular. like, if, if we have the most famous podcast, you could say that. Well, we don't. Well, Joe Rogan could say that, but he didn't make the first podcast. That's a good point. These are valid points. Anyways. Um, um, in other news, you yeah, know, something gotta, with a horse? Yeah, so essentially uh, a flight had to return to JFK Airport after taking off for a few hours because apparently you're allowed to have horses in the cargo space of an airplane. Essentially, I guess somebody shipped their horse in a plane. Nay. And the horse was with in a cage in the cargo portion <laughs> of the plane, and it escaped from its cage. And I guess they could tell because horses are fucking heavy. They're like a couple tons. And hey, I guess it was, man. Hey, hey, man. Don't hey. talk about horses like hey. that. Hey. No, I get it. Hey, it's for horses. I get Yes. Yes, Manny. For fuck's sake, I get it. God. Hey. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, it's for horses. Um... What was I saying? Oh yeah, so then the the horsey escaped from the plane, and I guess it was fucking up the. It was fucking I guess up the, the balance. Pl- like I guess it was the, the, the. It's like the yo mama jokes. Like yo host is so fat that, that the, the plane had it, to turn around. That the plane had to turn around because that shit was jiggling it around. Oh of its yeah, dude, that's a bi- horses. How much do horses weigh? Twelve hundred pounds. Yeah, a lot. Should we look up horse weight? Yeah. What's average weight? Twelve hundred pounds. Wow. Well, yeah, dude, that's a lot of weight. Um, so basically, yeah, they had to turn around, and uh, because it, it got out. Imagine of you're on a commercial flight, and then the pilot goes, "Um, hey everybody, we have a horse that's gone uh on the loose. We're gonna turn this plane around." I would, I would freak the fuck out. How about you, Yanni? Yeah, and sad news, it had to be euthanized due to the extent of its injuries. Oh, it got fucked up. Yeah, like because think about it, like. Oh. It's a moving plane, and like let's say there's turbulence, and it's just a wild horse not oh, in its cage it's just anymore. Fucking flung it's around. just flinging around in the motherfucking cargo, bro. Dude, they don't got seatbelts like we got in fucking economy. R.I.P. Air Horse, man. So they had to put him down. Unfortunately, Yo, call him Air Horse though. It's pretty lit. They should have opened it up so it at least could have like seen the like. Fu- ho- Do you think if you dropped a horse from a plane, it would enjoy the view, or it'd just be like the whole way? This is so weird. The cargo flight operated by charter airline called Air Atlanta Icelandic. Like, what? Wait, 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 Yoni. The airline's called Yoni. Air Atlanta Icelandic. Do you think Icelandic. they've ever, there has ever been a horse that successfully skydived? Let's look it up. <laughs> skydiving horse? Skydiving horse. That'd be pretty awesome. Skydiving horse shoe malfunction is something that, not a sad time. The horse we've been training to skydive, apparently somebody on X was trying to skydive, uh, has returned to the <laughs> It died. That means it's <laughs> it died. We're just looking at this random tweet by Clickle. I don't know what this is. It says, 
Not a sad time, but a joyful one. The horse we've been training to skydive has returned to the arms of the Lord. <laughs> All right, well. So if, if anyone tried to train a horse to skydive, I guess it was unsuccessful. Also, apparently this was a cargo flight, so I guess there were in car passengers. Maybe the whole, so the whole plane was a cargo plane, not it wasn't a passenger plane. So uh, sorry for the bit of fake news, but still, like the the pilot was probably like, "What, what the, the fuck, fuck is jiggling?" Um, so then, yeah, they had to go back. He said, "The pilot said we don't have a problem." Dot dot dot. Flying wise. <laughs> wow. Well, anyway. well, anyways, back to some other some other news. Um. Speaking of animals and some sad stuff there. So, back when Pablo Escobar uh, was murdered, or sorry, killed, I don't know. Um, when he died, um, they basically all, he had hippos in his compound in Colombia. Because this guy just had ridiculous money and he just wanted to, He had, like, like every, he was, like, probably, he probably was, like, Noah's Ark. He had, like, two of each. Like, he, no, he had a <laughs> lot of hippos. Like, he would More just, like, <laughs> go and, like, stand and watch his hippos. And, like, these are monsters, right? So, when he died... Hippos escaped from his compound into the Colombian jungle. And these hippos, you know, they're, they're monsters. They bred. And ever since, like, there have been, there's been, like, tribes of hippos in Colombia. And it turns out just now that Colombia has begun to sterilize these hippos because they've been declared an invasive species, which obviously, who's going to hunt down a hippo? Oh, do they not have hippos in Colombia? No. Okay. No, gotcha. they're purely there because of Pablo Escobar. Why sterilize them? Why not just ship move them to like Africa or wherever well, they're? I like, think I think the logic. To? I think the logic is sterilize them, let them live the rest of their good lives. In Colombia. In Colombia, and then they'll die, and then that'll be that. But I feel like you might as well move them back to their homeland. You know. Nah, it feels like a lot of. Dude, what if the if hippos you, are like the Jews and they want to move back to their ancestral home? You know how hard it is to move a hippo, Yoni? Yeah, I mean... I mean, a horse... I mean, they moved a horse, clearly. No, I mean, they, they failed. failed. Well, they failed, yeah, but I'm sure they've done a it hippo? A hippo is like... How much does a hippo weigh? I think it's 3,200 pounds. Maybe more. 4,500 pounds is my guess. Hippo average weight. 4,500 pounds. 3,300 to 4,000. Yeah. yeah, those are some big boys. You want to move 100 of them, Yoni? You had 100? Well, now, because they sort of... Ba- Look how many hippos in Colombia. Hippo... Number of hippos in Colombia. They're estimated at 170 hippos. And if they don't do anything Columbia. about it, there will be 1,000 by 2035. So therefore, they have to... Announce plans to manage the invasive hippo population. By okay. certain... Yeah. Valid. But think about it this way, Manny. If Pablo Escobar was able to transport these hippos from wherever well, he they came from, less. he transported less. To Colombia, they started banging when he left. I know, but if you can transport one, you can transport however many. Well, Pablo Escobar obviously had more money than the Colombian government. You know? <laughs> it's like probably the real. I mean, the reality. Yeah, he was really fucking rich. Yeah, he didn't have to like help his taxpayers. Like that was just his money. <laughs> he doesn't have to provide. He could do whatever he wanted. Public services. Well, anyways, yeah, that's pretty. Um, wild stuff in the news, guys. Rip the uh, rip the hippos. What else? Oh yes, and more more troubling. This is, is a new one, guys. Uh, this is this happened very recently. Um, it's a young story. Jo- <laughs> jo- <laughs> that, was, that was that was that was beautiful. That was wow. That was a great. That was a that good was one. fucked up. That was fucked up, but it was good. Josh Giddy, Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, rising star, um, has recently been caught. Having sexual relations with a 
either what is it, sixteen or seventeen year old. Right. So right now, <laughs> there's allegations that Josh Giddy had a sexual relationship with a sophomore in high school. He's a twenty one year old NBA player, so it's not looking great for Josh Giddy. As we're speaking, though, the NBA has the NBA has opened up an investigation, and yet. He's playing today. He's playing. He's fully. Is, is, he, is he currently playing? What's his stat line looking like? Yeah, I mean, he. I heard the over under is 16 and a half <laughs> uh, for points. For points on him today. Um, let's see if he if he scores them. You know, if you know what I'm saying. Aww. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's playing pretty well. He's got 10 points. Wow, he's almost at the 16. It's this is right around the the range that he likes. Anyways. Um, so, yes, he is being alleged to this. However, there are very obvious photos of him and this, this girl. alleged underage girl. It's not girl. looking great, but we don't know what the, the age of consent is, Where like how old. No matter what, it's pretty weird. There's a chance he didn't do anything illegal. Because I think I saw the age of consent in Oklahoma, 16. So This is true. If he, but if she was but younger when... Extent. But if he was younger when he saw her... If she was younger when he saw her, Josh Giddy may be in jail. And forever, he'll be regarded as a pedo. So it's kind bottom of... Bottom line is we're not lawyers. So don't take our legal advice. But don't However, be Josh Giddy. But don't That's be Josh. Play it safe. If you're not a lawyer like we are, just play it safe. Don't get with underage girls. Even or if you, may even if you are a lawyer, consent. don't do it. Yeah, but then if, like, you know it's legal. <laughs> Personally, I wouldn't. But what was I saying? Um, No, because it's like, yes, the age of consent is 16, but I know that, like... Yeah, it, there's it goes all to an a certain laws. extent. Like I'm, but like a forty year old can't get with a sixteen year old. But like an eighteen, it depends. Can, yeah, there's yeah. a there's a certain range. I don't know who decided that too. It's like, what? When is it good? When is it bad? I don't know. But, I think it's just weird. But man. I mean, there was some. Wasn't there a video you said of like him being like, yeah, taking it back to my. Place. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> there, there's a video of him like at the club, and he's like at the club, but a head with my girl shows her shows the same girl that is, and he's like about to head back to mine. I'm like, oh, don't say that, Josh. Kitty. And then another another photo that we saw was him and her. He's just shirtless. Great, great, great set of abs he's got, but just completely shirtless. You could even see a bit of the, the V line, which means like he probably didn't have pants on in the photo as well. Um, and then she's very clearly in the the photo as well. And uh, and then there was a Facebook post apparently of celebrating her 16th birthday this February, but we don't know if it's this February. Not yeah, so there's a chance she just turned 16 <laughs> in February. We'll let the NBA investigate, but currently he's it's, he's dropping he's dropping dimes, on and off the court. <laughs> <laughs> Underage dimes, I like to clarify. Anyways, guys, that's I know we missed a lot of news, but that those were kind of the stories we wanted to share, um, about some current events, and we'll keep keep you guys updated from here on out. Yeah. Um, and with that, uh, you know, Yoni had mentioned earlier, we can each kind of talk about. What we've been up to since we've last paused, Yoni, if you want to start. Yeah, like Manny said, I've been very busy with my club, which ironically enough is shortened to busy, B-U-S-I, B-U Students for Israel. So mm-hmm. I've been very busy with busy. He's so busy getting busy. I'm busy getting busy, if you know what I'm saying. Not not like that, but in more sad, serious ways. But uh, doing a lot of stuff with that. I mean, I think I may, I don't know if I posted about stuff we were doing on, on BU's campus, but we posted a lot of speakers. We raised over $12,000 for Magen Davida Dome, which is like the Israeli Red Cross. Yeah. Uh, a lot better than the actual Red Cross, because the Red Cross clearly doesn't give a fuck about the hostages in Israel, but that's another, that's another point. Um, so good Israeli Red Cross, saving lives, uh, tons of medical supplies, raised a lot of money for them. 
We also hosted a fundraiser, raised almost $2,000 for a kibbutz that was like destroyed. Um, so it's just to help the families rebuild their lives there, which was really sweet. We made some some art, like pro-Israel art, pro-Jewish art. Um, that was a fun little fundraiser. It was cute. I, I, I had not painted in a while. I'll probably throw up what I painted. It's it's, it's pretty fresh, not gonna lie. That was pretty sweet. I yeah, brought out the old, you know, brush and paint. It's, and uh, <laughs> painting's good, good for letting out emotion. It was honestly really good because it was like a two in one, right? Like it brought the community together. We painted, which was really fun and nice. Got to hang out with each other, food, and then like we also raised a bunch of money because it was like eighteen dollars to come to the thing, you know, a little high baby, you know, um, which means life in Hebrew. And then, um, yeah, a lot of. But, you know, at the same time, as Manny's probably experienced at USC, a lot of troubling anti-Semitism, a lot of people all of a sudden, you know, supporting terrorism. And, like, we didn't even talk about this in our current events portion, but some TikTokers going viral for sympathizing with Osama bin Laden. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah that we, we should talk about that a bit, who, you know, obviously murdered 3,000 innocent Americans. Not even We're not even talking about Israelis, Americans. And we have Americans today on TikTok being like, have you read his letter to America? It's actually really insightful. And, you know, it kind of like, it kind of makes sense. It basically, it's a letter he wrote that justified what he did on September 11th. He mentions Israel and how the U.S. supports Israel. Yeah, he mentions, he mentions Israel. He mentions uh, homosexuality. Yeah. Uh, he mentions like, basically says like America. the west is bad because of this 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 yeah and that is why i did that um it, yeah pretty wild and you ha- i've seen the videos themselves crazy shit of just these like young gen zers or millennials like these like white people too bro like they're just like oh yeah like i really i really gotta you know like he really was pointing out the colonialist project of israel and i'm like if that was truly the case, if it was really just about Israel, which obviously isn't justifiable because... He would have 9-11'd Israel? Yeah, he would have 9-11'd Israel! Which, I mean, obviously happened on October 7th, tragically enough, but, like, he would have done that years ago. Yeah. The guy's a bum. Well, he's dead. Yeah, thank God. And Seal <laughs> Team 6 got his ass. <laughs> Roger that. Um, so, a lot of that stuff going on around campus, right? A lot of, you know, supporting Hamas, being, like, resistance fighters, freedom fighters, especially a lot of these, like... The funniest part that I think we should talk about is, like, for instance, the, like, Queers for Palestine movement, where, like, these people who are obviously pro-LGBTQ, you know, for gay rights, all this stuff, are supporting Palestine, when if they, if we sent them to Gaza, where yeah. that is governed by Hamas, they would be, I don't even want to say the things that happened to them. They would not be welcome, yeah, I think, in short. I think a lot of people... Very ironic. I think a lot of people, like, Yoni, right? My good friend Yoni. Yeah. He's an Israeli... He's very well informed on on the topic, but I think a lot of people have opinions that they don't, that are kind of based on loose facts that they hear, and they don't really understand what they're saying. Yeah. So like sometimes yeah. they'll say, "Oh, well, Israel does this, this, and this." It's like, okay, but what does any? You're just using key like flash words. What does any of that mean? Where Big where where are you words. getting those ideas from? Um, do you understand like the full history? Because don't get me wrong, right? Like there is, it's it's not a one sided story like the land in terms of you know. Jews and, and Palestinians, but a lot of people really just don't understand yeah. either side fully, and they just kind of look at things now and they say, make a judgment call without really taking the time to educate themselves, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I think like when it always flares up in the news, and especially now, since this has been like the biggest thing that's happened on Israeli soil since I don't even know when, really ever, maybe, you obviously see people try to become experts in like three days by a few Instagram 
infographics and then they just hear like the bad words like genocide which is obviously a terrible thing if it was if it were to actually be happening so when you hear like you know you're right the one word two word slogans and then you ask them about it how how exactly is israel doing that and then they just can't tell you so before you make an opinion i would say wait especially when new news is coming out to be patient and to wait for the you know more uh, objective and reliable news reporting to come out. Yeah, but, it's, it's good to, you know, always read every source, right? Not just reading one perspective. Don't only read Al Jazeera. Don't only, don't, don't, don't don't do only read Fox. They are... Read, read a bit of everything and, and you know, that's that's that. But I'll, I'll get back to it, but a quick blurb, about, quick blurb about Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera is mainly funded by Qatar, and Qatar is the same country... Uh, which is a dictate it's a theological dictatorship that funds Hamas and is housing currently the leaders of Hamas. So just putting that out there if you think it's That's a reliable news source. Pretty um, wild. Pretty crazy. Um it's smart. But yeah, so what else have you been up to, Yanni? Doing that stuff on campus and then what was it? I think it was November fourteenth, a few weeks ago. I took an eight hour bus ride from pretty Boston awesome. down to Washington DC and I marched uh, and I went to that uh, Americans for Israel march, um, which was absolutely electric. Three hundred thousand Jews. I don't think like like I saw some. It was like point. It was a large percentage of the Jewish population together that like I don't think has ever been seen before. I think it was the largest gathering of Jews in <clears throat> in history. And uh, I went. I got like very up close in front. I'll probably throw up a few photos on the YouTube video. Um, had a great time. Her. Israeli like musicians played, heard some amazing speakers, saw a lot of bipartisan support, which was like very uh, comforting. And it was just like, it was sick because you see all the stuff on the news with all the great, like massive rallies, you know, hating Israel. But then, you know, the Jews got together and we were like, you know, peace and love, you know, kind of. Not, not a single person was injured. Nothing was destroyed. Nothing was burned down. It was beautiful. And uh, went to that and then eight hours back. Worth Bus it. Bus rides were brutal. Worth it? Worth it. But nice. I was exhausted. Nice guck. Yeah. What about you, Manny? That's great. On the, other, on the other end of the country, the West Coast. Yeah, so so for me, um, you know, since we've stopped recording it, it's been a pretty hectic semester for me. So, you know, working a lot and a lot of stuff with class. I haven't been as involved with things. But in terms of, of Israel, you know, I, I'm fortunate enough that my good friends, you know, most of them are not Jewish, but they are still very supportive and, you know, listen to me. And our Chabad, they do this thing called Mezuzah Mondays where they'll hang up mezuzahs in oh, houses. So me and my buddy Mark, who both live in the house after October 7th, both got a mezuzah put up on our rooms. I asked my roommates and they're like, oh, what's it mean? And I'm like, oh, it literally just is blessing our yeah, room. Yeah, you're like, don't worry, you'll be safe. No, you'll I, be good now. <laughs> I explain it and they're like, oh, that's awesome. So it's, yeah, it's like nice. That. I have that. Um, and Chabad's been great. They had this, like, uh, dinner called Shabbat 1000 where they have a 1,000 people get together for Shabbat. You know, non-Jew, a lot of non-Jews show up as well. It's very, you know, very uh, – it's a good community. And obviously there's been some small kind of sad instances on campus of people tearing down posters of kidnapped children, um, you know. That's a bummer. Which – That's happened at ours too. Which is uh, – you know, the best argument I've heard for why they do it is – I don't see how this is helping, but if it's not helping, why would you tear it down? It's not. That's yeah. Like if it's not doing anything, then just like leave, leave it, it be. <laughs> like yeah, it's sad. So like seeing that's that is sad. Seeing that was a little sad. But outside of that, you know, I I feel pretty 
lucky to be at a relatively good campus. Um, that was good. And yeah, I uh, what else have I been up to outside of that? Um, been going to USC football games. We sucked this year, guys. We we Big were disappointment. We were okay. We have a football team, buddy. Um, we were supposed <laughs> I was to be say, at least you know I don't have one, but at least we don't suck. <laughs> we were supposed to be number five. We were ranked number five to start the year. We finished unranked. We we totally blew it. Caleb Williams is not him. He's not him. He's not him, but he's probably still going to go number one in the draft. Yeah, he might. I don't know if he should, though. He goes to, after games, he goes to frat parties. I don't think he drinks. But what are you doing at a frat party, man? Go go take an ice bath. Come uh, on. I mean, he is a college student. Yeah, yeah, but, like, was MJ going to a college party? No. He probably fucked around. No, he was in the lab. Yeah. He, I mean, he was, yeah, he was probably. He was in the lab. Okay. If you want to be the GOAT, you're in the lab, okay? That, that's fair, but, like, look at Nikola Jokic, for instance. He's in the lab. He just he's doesn't a, talk about it. He's in the lab. He doesn't talk about it, but he also clearly spends his free time, you know, riding his horses, you know? He fucks I, around. <laughs> Jokic got, had an interview, I will say, at the beginning of the season where they asked him, like, how'd you spend your offseason? And he was, like, he basically admitted to working out. He lifted every day, and worked, and he said he missed two basketball days. Like, that's it. He So he played basketball like every, every day. day but two. And he lifted every day. And then, and then he's like, but I won't go into detail. He doesn't want to tell people what he does with basketball because he doesn't want to give away the secret to the sauce. Of course. He, and then he just enjoys his fruit time. Yeah, he like he shows and he's public about when he goes out and has fun. And then he he, he moves in silence. Exactly. He moves in silence. Exactly. Maybe Caleb does so too. So maybe Caleb does that too. Hopefully. I mean, but yeah. the, the results of this season did not show that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's been that. Work, you know, I've been working a lot. I'm a working man now. Um quite exciting stuff there and uh been going to a lot of concerts recently saw zach bryant i might have mentioned zach bryant actually that was not too long ago most recently i saw fred again that's, again that's cool <laughs> you saw you've seen him you saw you saw fred again again no i just saw fred again oh, okay so you haven't seen him before well i just saw fred again okay once once again again yeah that was amazing though highly recommend if he's <laughs> ever in your area and yeah guys we're hoping to continue on, but uh, exciting news, you know, as our semesters as college students wrap, wrap up, next semester, um, next f- spring, I'm going to be in Madrid, be traveling around, we'll keep up the pod, but I'll be in Madrid. And uh, before I go to Madrid, I'm going to be doing an eight-day race across Sri Lanka. So that's going to be crazy, I'll keep you updated on that, more details to come. If you want to look up what that means, just look up Tuk Tuk Race Sri Lanka. Tuck it up. Yeah. Yoni, what, what, are you, it what are you up to next semester? Um, funny enough, I'm going to where Manny currently resides, which is Los Angeles. We're kind of swapping. I mean, although he's not going to Boston, I'm kind of replacing him in Los Angeles. So Fidel type will be in your frat house soon because I will be pretending to be Manny. I um, told him <laughs> I told him that he could be me. Yeah, I'm just going to swap sub in for him real quick. Um, but no, yeah, I'm going to Los Angeles next semester. I'm doing BU's uh, film and television program that they have there. It's an internship program, so I work by day, learn by night. He's going to be in Hollywood. <coughs> He's going to be in Hollywood just friggin' I'm just becoming gonna be, a star. I'm just going to be, you know, Hollywooding it up with all the aristocratic elites, you know? He's going to be lips. getting a lot of Hollywood. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I'm excited to go. Like, Manny has obviously told several stories of him just running into famous people, seeing famous people, uh, which I really don't see much of in Boston or in Denver. So, I mean, maybe I'll make some You've never seen Mark Wahlberg? That's a great question. See, that's the thing. Like, although he does shoot, like, all of his Boston-centered movies in Boston, 
he's mostly in LA. That's fucked up. It's fuck. He's not. A, he's not a real Boston. Actually, if he heard heard me say that, he'd probably kill me. He would kill you, Mark. I know you're swole. I love you. You're a funny guy. But you're I not love a real Ted Bostoner. and Ted too. But you're not a real Bostoner. I love Ted and Ted too. But, but Ted, he... Ted, the first one was better. But is he a real Bostoner? <laughs> no comment. I've been to his. Uh, so he has a. I don't know if I ever talked about this. He has a burger place. Oh, oh I have Wahlburgers. Yeah, so Wahlburgers. One at USC. In, Wait, what? It's in California? Yeah, obviously. Oh, okay. it's the See, best place ever. That, that's not real. That's not a real Bostoner right there. He starts a, a burger place, which I'm assuming originally started in Boston because I know he has a brother who's a chef and he started the business with him. And now you're you're franchising out to LA yeah. with all the fucking Within Los Angeles Starbucks latte schmucks. All right, buddy. I drink my coffee black. They can't even make this. You can't even have a plastic straw there. I, I drink my coffee black. No, I respect that. It's actually better. It's better for you. I actually like, La- especially for lactose intolerant people. I've been drinking it black for so long that I feel like adding something now, I'd be like, whoa, it'd be like a game changer. Yeah, but then it'd be worse. But like yeah, for instance, I like you can make it taste better, like some caramel sweetener, pump that shit in there. No, the just black, just Not black. That shit for you folks. Just black. Straight black coffee to the dome. It's, it honestly gets good. It's not that bad. No, it's really not that bad. It's After, quite enjoyable. When I was a kid, I hated coffee. But I then know, I'm but like, now it's just you know, nice. And it's better than when I was drinking like three energy drinks a day during pledging. Like, or or drinking like coffee and dumping cream and sugar in there. Come on. Yeah. You're better as than a, that. As an, Oscar, as an Ashkenazi Jew, he, he fully me half and I very much get the half. Um, it's just not good for the bowels, you know. The, <laughs> the milk, the lactose. <laughs> That's real. Man. Um, That's real. But uh, yeah, so I'll be in LA. I know. I'm, I that's why I'm leaving, guys. I can't. Yeah, stand Manny. This kid. <laughs> I told Manny, hey, Manny, I'm actually gonna be thinking about doing this uh, film and television program. And, and I go, well, I'm not gonna be there. You're like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> but so that'll be sad. But Manny will h- hook me up with the good spots. I will. I'll uh, tell him about how I'm replacing him at USC. And hey, man, you can try taking his life from him. Um, and then he come. Imagine you just come back, and they're like, oh, where's Yoni? We want Yoni back. Oh my god, I hope that doesn't happen. All the, <laughs> I take all the manny love from you. Alright, Yoni. Myself. But yeah. With that, we guys. Got for our futures. We are going to uh, be doing something quite fun today for you. We have a new end of podcast segment. So guys, for this segment, we're going to be doing Family Feud. To explain the rules, Yoni's going to be doing the lightning round of Family Feud. He's going to be asked five questions that were asked to 100 Americans. And he's going to give his answer. Now, he'll get this, the number of points as the number of respondents who had that same answer. His goal through these five questions is to score how many points, Yoni? 100. 100 points, Yoni wins. Less than 100 points. He's a big, fat, loser idiot. So I have to get perfect? No, That's no. Because some, some have more than 20. Because if more than, like, you can get more than 20 per question. Some questions, like the number one answer, will give you 35 points. That's true, but if I have to get 100, then I have to get all six of the, the possibilities. No, no. I'm, you're getting one question. You just give one answer per question. And you want to say the top answer each time. Oh, okay, so I can get over 100. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can and blow like that feasible. bitch out the water. All right, yeah. And uh, next week we'll have uh, Manny do it. I'll have yes. to prepare a new slide, but we'll see who does better and compare. I will definitely beat him. Anyways. All right. Well, we will see about that. And um, uh, with without yes. further ado, um, we we are gonna start. Yoni's gonna have he's gonna have to answer these quick. Yoni, you're on a timer. Are you gonna time it? Nah. Just answer him quick. Okay, Yoni. 
where do kids nowadays spend most of their time? Like, it doesn't have to be a physical place. Just answer. Where do they spend most of their time? Uh, their basement. Basement. Okay. Tell me something many people do just once a week. Just once a week. Cut their toenails. Cut their toenails. Okay. <laughs> uh, name a reason a person might wake up at 2 in the morning. Bad dream. Bad dream. Okay. Uh, name something you might Not eat with a hamburger. Wait, what was you saying? What, name something you might eat with a hamburger. Eat with french fries. Okay, and final question. Name something you haven't done since high school gym class. I don't, I don't know. Not you, but like... I know, American. yeah, yeah. I'm t- Come on, three, two, one. And... No, wait, let me, wait, say it, repeat a question. <laughs> Name something you haven't done since high school gym class. Five, four, what, three. What is it? It's a fast. It's uh, a family feud works. Sweat. Sweat. Got it. All right, guys. Well, we have his answers. <laughs> I feel and, like they uh, have a little bit more time on family feud. No. No. And, and now it is, uh, it is time to see the results. So for name a reason, uh, for where do kids nowadays spend most of their time? Yoni said the basement. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, not on the board. Basement is not on the board at eh, zero point. Damn it. Uh, Can I see what was? The number one answer was room slash bed for Damn 28. Damn it. That's like so close. Um, yeah, house isn't even on here. Uh, the next question well, was, tell me something many people do just once a week. Uh, Yoni said, <laughs> clip their toenails. Uh, or fingernails. Cut zero nails. points. That's uh, not on there either. Church. Number one answer was oh, church for 35 Grocery points. Grocery shopping would have been a good one, too. Uh, number three, <laughs> name a reason a person might wake up at two in the morning. I Yoni know. said, bad dream. That's the number three answer for 16 points. I thought about yeah. it. Number one answer would have been bathroom for 24 oh, points. Oh, that's a, that's a good point. Prostate. Next question, <laughs> name something you might eat with a hamburger. Yoni okay. said french fries. And Yoni... That was the number one answer. Yeah! 60 points. Ding, ding, ding. 60 big ones. I needed that. So that, that puts Yoni at a... 76? At a good old 70... 76 points. And so he needs... This is a big one. Yoni needs 24 the, points. The one? Yoni said sweat. And uh, Yoni, I'll give you two points for exercise. Uh, but uh, I was at the bottom. What was the n- run a mile? Number one answer was run a mile. So Yoni, you finished Push with up. seventy-eight points. That's a C plus, baby. You did not win today. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> it's okay. We'll see how he does. And next guys, week. that's that's Family Feud. We're gonna start playing Family Feud lightning round more often. That is gonna be a great fun segment. I love I love our evolution of uh, of fun little games. Oh well, um, yeah, guys, we're back. We're back. We will see you next Sunday, folks. Do not fret. Do not worry. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I hope you you guys are along for the new ride. Yeah, we're back. It's a new chapter, baby. Oh, yeah, it's baby. It's a new world, and we're back better than ever. Let's go. Mamas. And, uh, yeah, we hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your weeks. Uh, we love you all, and we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.